I feel like in this day and age, if that came out, it would be, like, revealed that they are, like, trained to deal with actual zombies, uh, and that would be the plot of the movie, but... That's true, uh, too. I mean, yeah, even the idea of a zombie squad, like, suggests the dehumanization of, you know, uh, this well, is a yeah. squad to deal with, like, dehumanized individuals exactly. that are scumbags people, that yeah, need to be like killed. Yeah, like, P-zombies, like, people with no, like, yeah, exactly, the disease, you know, and there's lots of stuff like that, like, uh... You know, in the final confrontation, they're in, like, this foundry uh, where everything is, like, bursting flames. You know, like, flames are shooting out everywhere. And, like, uh, you know, it's literally, like, hell. You know, like, uh, and this, like, of course, you always see, like, the church and it's Christmas, you know. So there's this very Manichaean sensibility of the entire thing. And, uh, you know, they really, they really hammer it home. You know, Cobra, in the final confrontation, he does kind of, like, an over-the-top hand to hand like literally you know uh referencing uh, kind of similar to the movie over the top that Stallone was in uh, oh yeah, yeah. actually being over the top uh <laughs> he like you know wrestle like a uh, kind of like arm wrestles him with his, his very aestheticized knife uh you know like uh, wrestling it back and forth like you know sweating dripping sweat like as there's like gouts of flame like all around them and then he impales him on this giant like industrial crane hook uh and swings him into fire to like burn him he immolates someone else as well you know literally uh burning out the the infection you know the disease after of, telling of them the you have the yeah. right to remain silent and then he drops uh, after yeah, dumping a bunch great. of gasoline yeah. on him and then he, you have the yeah. right to remain silent the, and drops a match on him and sets him the, on fire the one-liners are so poorly thought out it's like really amazing like they there's another great comeback where uh, one of the evil cops tells Cobra that, or what not, you know, I guess they're not evil, but they're like a betters of evil. They're effectively evil because they're such liberal pussies that, you know, they uh, don't, you know, they, they're so non, they're not functional in terms of uh, dealing with crime. Cobra yells at them at one point. And he tells them like, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of uh, chiding him for uh, not following the rules or whatever. And then he says like, then we lose. And they're like, what do you mean we lose? And it's like, as long as we have to play by these bullshit rules and the criminals don't, then we lose. You know, like, as long <laughs> as we have to have, like, follow any rules or laws, as long as yes. we don't, like, get to behave in the exact same way as a deranged social Darwinist axe cult, then, like, we lose. <laughs> um, Which, but, like, uh, yeah, yeah, when you think about, you know, we talked about in Smuggler's Blues how the crack epidemic um, what, and, and the rise in, like, gang violence in cities in the mid-'80s, Mm -hmm. um was sort of used as this uh boogeyman kind of effect uh, yeah. it was used in a kind of boogeyman effect that would kind of um bolster some of these attitudes that are expressed in cobra that you know there are just like these fucking sickos out there and you know if we're playing by our nice little liberal rules and respecting their so-called rights you yeah know, what about everybody else's rights and yeah that is something that you know as we've seen was so much of a smokescreen for the actual like creation of that crime in the first place and like mm -hmm. creating the conditions for that crime in a very direct way that it does make you just kind of look at yeah like sylvester stallone's um auteurish perspective in this film and what he had to say about crime yeah he didn't want to be preachy uh but yeah uh he did I guess say yeah i don't want, he did say in the behind the scenes that you know you don't want to you don't want to be too you know over the top with it or like you know yeah, too, too heavy-handed too preachy uh, too preachy like, but this is you know there i think there's a uh yeah there's a, a scene where he's driving out like to the country like a blue lives matter sermon literally <laughs> like it's, it is uh, it yeah. is and and really i mean even i think even your average like blue lives matter uh, booster today 
uh, yeah, might be find able it a little to, psychotic. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, there's an yeah. evil cop in it. Yeah, because it's almost like yeah, like uh, the cops suck too in a way because they're they're not like Blue Lives Matter enough. Like you know, uh, yeah, in the same way that you know, uh, after nine eleven, it was uh, the problem with the government was that they didn't want to kill Saddam Hussein enough, and like they weren't. That's what was punk rock uh, to want to kill Saddam Hussein more than George Bush. Uh, you know, it was yeah, super yeah, bad and extreme. Exactly. That, you or know, yeah, like uh, you know, free enough. They were too big. You know, they were liberals. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Or, or uh, even yeah, George Bush gave up on trying to kill Osama bin Laden. You know. Yeah. What the um, hell, man? Um, there's another great one-liner where uh, this like I think probably the worst one-liner in the movie uh, when the uh, you know the the liberal cops tell him that he has an attitude problem and he just says like yeah, but it's just a little one. <laughs> when it's just like okay like that's you know and it's like this big thing where like you know he stops like turns around like you know looks him dead in the eye and like you know get ready to deliver this like big like searing comeback and like that's what he comes up with like uh like what like it's not witty it's just like you know and it's like the uh, button do you wa- for the scene. do you want to discuss your theory that you yeah. shared with me yesterday that cobra may in fact be autistic Yes, this is, well, <laughs> yes, I believe I, yeah, as a, as someone with an ASD diagnosis myself, I definitely felt a uh, scene, uh, in this movie <laughs> by, uh, Cobra's portrayal. Uh, well, yeah, this is like, uh, I mean, I think it might, uh, be like, uh, I mean, this is also sort of an example because like, uh, you know, even though he's purported, uh, purportedly on the zombie squad, like after he gets out of uh the uh first scene where he's uh dealing with this hostage situation like he's immediately mobbed by like liberal media who are like you know asking if he uses excessive force uh and i feel like you know did he really have to die cobra yeah exactly (laughs) and i feel like um like this is not like they like why would you i mean yeah like he probably did because he seemed insane like he wasn't like cooperating with anybody uh you know, it just seems like a completely it, stilted It seems so out like, what was this fantastical world uh, that, that they're portraying that was, like, dominated by liberals in, like, mid-1980s? Yes. Like, it, it yeah, I mean, it's just like today where they say, like, the far left, like, media, like, CNN, and it's like, uh, yeah. like are they, like, but far even, left? Like, but uh, even in Cobra's response to that, he shows, like, the general theme of his, like, inability, like, his p- very, very poor socialization. Yes. Uh, because, like, you know, rather than saying like no i felt that my use of force was necessary this is not someone who could be reasoned with you know he was ranting about the new world uh and wanting to purge the weak etc he just says like i gave it everything i had no, they, like yeah they almost said, like in a, in a non-plus way like uh like you know confused by the question yeah what, uh, yeah yeah he said yeah he said cobra did you use excessive force i used everything i had yeah, yeah, and, and but just he, very yeah, blank affect. Yeah, kind yeah, of. he almost says it like, uh, you know, like, what do you mean? Like, of course I use excessive, you know, like, uh, but yeah, and then the middle section of the movie, there's lots of evidence, such as when, uh, you know, he's trying to parallel park, but there isn't room, so he just decides to slam <laughs> his expensive muscle car uh, into like the back of someone else's car for like no reason, and then back it up kind of needlessly and just like crash into the car behind him yeah another that's the scene where he attacks he he seems to have some kind of fixation or uh trigger involving like mexican uh individuals where he does call someone amigo he he bumps into the car the low rider of like some essay and you know he says hey holmes like what what 
the hell, man? And he, I forget what he said, you know, like, you better back off, amigo. And then, like, rips his shirt, like, rips off his wife beater and just, like, walks away. It was, like, very, totally, like, unprovoked. Like, Cobra just decides to, after just shooting a guy at a supermarket, he comes home and does this. But it's not, like, connected to that. It's not like he's he's still wired up. Like, yeah. like there's no continuity in the narrative that would suggest yeah, he's that just- he's, like, I mean, then he goes home, kicks his feet up, starts cleaning his gun, and starts cutting up cold pizza with scissors. Yeah, with scissors. Well, that's, like, you know, uh, just Again, to, like, break this down a, a little bit further, <laughs> he, uh, he walks into his apartment, still wearing his sunglasses. He does not remove them. Uh, and, you know, he keeps his sunglasses on. He takes a cold, frozen piece of pizza out of his uh, fridge, and then he takes a pair of scissors and he cuts the top of the pizza pizza off just so it's bite size. And this is like another theme uh, uh, that suggests Cobra Cobra's sort of uh, arguably high functioning autism, which is that <laughs> he definitely has a food thing. There's another uh, like weird scene where like you know food phobia, which uh, some of us on the spectrum uh, have. Uh, you know he obviously has to eat like a very precisely uh, quartered off piece of pizza, but doesn't understand the idea of warming it. He also does a very bizarre thing where he keeps his gun cleaning kit in an egg carton in the fridge next to the pizza. Oh, like, yeah. you know, he opens up the egg carton. You think he's like, is he going to now eat eggs? Like, but no, instead is like a bunch of stuff for his, like his jatty, like submachine gun, which I guess is his weapon of choice. Uh, you know, which he starts like, you know, cleaning and cranking, you know, while he's sitting there alone in his apartment, which is like a, a pretty nice, if sterile apartment, uh, you know, no like real decoration. He's really got a single life. Yeah. Like, like many out. like many characters in like 80s you know cop movies or thrillers yeah he has a beautiful like top floor like great view apartment in Venice like right on uh, or maybe it's Santa Monica uh, but it, it's like <laughs> yeah, right there on right the, right beach, the beach yeah, yeah yeah right on the beach and so yeah any <laughs> cop with like a normal salary apparently yeah despite could. like you know them always saying like yeah at the end of the movie after he saves a day uh, he asks like could I get my car repaired uh you know they're like sorry cobra it's not in the budget but apparently you know he has this amazing salary where he can afford like this beachfront apartment but uh yeah like uh then he starts watching tv and you know there's a christmas commercial that plays a toys R Us yeah toys r us cartoon that's commercial. another theme is toys you know uh and this is like a little bit far out from the whole toyetic revolution i think where everything was about marketing toys but uh there's like continual references to toys like the guns are i think associated in many ways with toys even at the end that same thing uh you know the uh the cop who offers to get him whatever he needs in response to him saving the day but then can't afford to have his car fixed uh he says like i'll take care of your toy for you like referring to your gun so Mm. i feel like the whole there's a there's a interesting between the christmas toys and the guns but anyway so yeah the toys are a song is playing as he's putting his gun but uh only when it cuts to uh, like a news report about the Night Slasher. Does Stallone finally like remove his sunglasses to watch the television? Uh, mm. And he's just like kept them on inside like this entire time. Another bizarre thing that he does is he always keeps an unlit match in his mouth. Yeah. Um, uh, but like, he, does, he doesn't smoke, of course. I don't think. Of course, still, no. Yeah. He's a he's a freak about health, uh, and that's another thing. Like, yeah, another he scene. chides Gonzalez all the time about eating junk food. Yes, exactly. He's definitely got a food hang up. And there's another scene where, uh, you know, he's with Brigitte Nielsen, this like beautiful woman who, for whatever reason, is interested in him. This is also this is a scene I think is probably like the best evidence 
for Cobra's autism, possibly in addition to the opening scene where he cites a bunch of statistics that I guess he has memorized about crime, uh, you know, about how many rapes there are a day uh, in America or something. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, there's a scene where after he and Virginia Nielsen have escaped the city, you know, to go into hiding in uh, some unspecified foundry town, they're in a restaurant, and uh, Cobra picks up off the counter like a you know uh, ceramic burger or something that i guess is like for decoration and he mm -hmm. kind of like very childishly like waves it in brigitte nielsen's face like here's your order <laughs> you know like <laughs> like kind of like indulgently laughs at him or like actually is charmed by this because this is all stallone's fantasia and he's mm -hmm. like it's a family size meal like you know making this weird joke but then you know uh she has some french fries some crinkle fries and she uses a lot of ketchup on them uh which you know uh that's oh, a big no-no yeah. if you have uh you know as the, <laughs> he's not uh, like viscous uh, he's, he's food products yeah he's upset he's upset <laughs> he's not happy he's like deeply deeply like revolted by what you she's say doing you with drown her in your fries yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly like, like no that. she goes like he goes do you have a life preserver and she's like what and he's like because your french fries drowning you know like being really passive aggressive about her food and there's all these like lingering shots like on the ketchup on the fries and like cobra's disgusted face like you know while he's like basically on a date with this like gorgeous like you know like uh six foot tall like superwoman model yeah, uh you know yeah. he can't handle it because of the french fries you know uh yeah. the ketchup um yeah so i think his fixation with guns his love of stats uh eating pizza oh with yeah well, yeah we I, I just remembered where we Poor first mentioned yeah. yeah where we first mentioned cobra was because there's a sequence in the target is your brain right, the yes. soviet documentary which we we even postulated like did cobra steal this <laughs> montage where it's like you know in america there are like ten thousand rapes a, a month or something like that you know like thirty thousand murders a, a month or you know etc as yeah. as a bunch of bullets are being shot through an american flag and right. there's a very uh similar yeah uh, cobra opening. does shoot at the audience uh at the beginning you know the gun just like shoots yeah us. yeah it's yeah, kind of a, a very uh erotic almost angarian yes. uh kind also of accusatory uh, like why are you shooting me like first thing like why am i yeah, being shot that, like i'm the that's disease true. but it does uh, you know it, it, yeah. it does have a uh, cobra quoting a bunch of crime statistics like presumably off the top of his head so he has yes, incredible really memorization yeah. uh abilities um, yes and uh yes. is very into the numbers of you know he's like in america this 10,000 rapes a day <laughs> an armed robbery every seven minutes <laughs> yeah exactly uh, sorry it's hard to it's hard, it's hard to, to get the amount of gravel sometimes with the Alex it's Jones hard. voice it's like really brutal like Access to the full-length episode. Subscribe to the Hour of Frequency at patreon.com slash subliminaljihad.